Welcome back to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. Today is Wednesday, July 28th, and this is episode 111, and we are back to talk some NBA. We're going to talk all about the winners and losers of the NBA playoffs, some NBA draft topics, including the prospects, some trades, a little free agency talk, as well as we're going to finish with some USA basketball. I will be joined by my friends Dom and Josh. Um, let's get right to it, boys. I'm going to a Giants game tonight. Giants-Dodgers playing big, big series in the midst of a heated division battle, and the Padres are involved as well. So let's talk some NBA, though. But first, Josh, how you doing? I'm great. I'm I'm fantastic. Um, we're going through a heat wave right now. It's Wherever I go, there's fucking warmth. So move it's to not Portland not and there's a heat wave. Move to it's Portland. Tough. There's there's another heat wave. It's not as bad as the one. Like, there was one really bad a month ago. But this one, it's uh-huh. getting 100. On Friday, and I'll have AC, so I'm not not living pretty right now. Podcasting through the elements, and Dom, how you doing, my friend? Good. It's not that hot here in San Francisco, so yeah. just starting <laughs> Okay, guys, I'm going to present you, we're going to start with winners of the NBA playoffs, because I think this will be a fun way to talk about it. The first set of winners is, I have three that I'm going to group together, and it's obviously the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Chris Middleton. So, from the perspective of the Milwaukee Bucks, they're a small market franchise that went all in and they've been told, like, oh, your team's not good enough with its core to compete with said super teams of how they've been created the last couple of years. They stuck to it. They have a homegrown star. They have a wild fan base and Chris Middleton balled out. And we're talking about Giannis. I mean, he made a leap in these playoffs. He really did. He showed, he did stuff. I didn't necessarily think he could do. He has a motor on like very few players we've seen getting compared to Shaq in the finals, all that stuff, obviously a big leap there. And then um, Chris Middleton, I mean, just big bucket after big bucket. So I'll start with you on this one, Josh. Uh, Chris Middleton, how do you feel about as a big winner? Yeah, I I think um, we kind of texted about this in passing throughout like the actual finals. But you were you were asking if Chris Middleton is what yeah uh, what do we have like I'm at as a top twenty guy I think yeah was was around there, and yeah I think that's fair. I think he's right below these you know the Clay Thompsons the uh the, you know even the Chris Pauls of the world and uh, mm-hmm. the Devin Booker's especially too. And I think he's he's right there as a bucket getter. I want a little bit more consistency out of him, and we've seen him have like absolute stinkers, namely game one and two of the finals. Mm-hmm. But when he's hot, he's he's one of the best guys in the league to just get you a bucket. I mean, it's it's like it just really depends on what side of Chris Middleton mm-hmm. you see on a yeah. night basis. But I, it's I, Im- yeah, I'm big fan. It's impossible right now to talk about the lows of Chris Middleton, like when he doesn't <laughs> show up because he just balled out in the NBA Finals and got himself a ring. So right now the stock is obviously high. Dom, um, did Giannis surprise you in these playoffs? Did he go to heights you didn't think he could, or was this all in the uh, plan for you? With yeah, Giannis? I mean, I don't think anyone. Although I, it's tough to say that like a two-time MVP got to like a new level, but I think, especially nowadays, we compare great players to how well they do in the playoffs, and especially if they can get a ring. Mm-hmm. And Giannis has done that. Um, so yeah, I mean, definitely impressed me. I think it's hard to say that he's not the best player in basketball right now um, yeah. after that dominating performance. I mean, obviously people are kind of prisoners of the moment. Um, like in 2019, people said Kawhi was the best player just because that finals when he had. So I think it's very similar to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he definitely surprised me. I also think a big winner in this is uh, Coach Bud. I mean, mm-hmm. if they lost the Nets, he would have been fired. So um, ridiculous i mean yeah. like not not ridiculous that that it's just ridiculous that that's how close we were to that yeah I mean, it was what a kevin durant uh his yeah. foot three <laughs> four quick, inches uh, from, how quick from coach bud's job you view somebody so absolutely um, yeah i think he's all i think he's also a big winner um i also think like back to chris middleton is do you think he's just do you think he's just like paul george like sometimes he'll play so well and then other times he'll just have these games where it's like how is yeah. this guy over like 30 million dollars a year that's kind I of think what, I think he's in, in that class that. he's he doesn't have the defense of paul george but he's in that class of character not character of player that i associate and it's like obviously i think paul george is the top of it then chris middleton's right there but then as you go down you got like a tobias harris you got a harrison barnes it's like these guys who could disappear I think he's better than paul george 
I, I would. I think you got to say that. I guess after Middleton. Um, Better yeah. than Paul I don't know. I just think Paul George is better I, I, defensively. I can't do that yet. I, I still think the, the best of Paul George is better than Chris Middleton, but also I'm a hometowner. So like I yeah. you know, like it's I'm a little biased there, but I still I, I think yeah. Paul George is I guess Paul George would go off without Kawhi, but without, yeah. that's well, the that, thing is I don't know if uh, Chris Middleton can do it. I guess we'll find out if he can with Team USA, I guess maybe if he yeah. becomes like Good a thirty there. point guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, just, I think of those two guys as like synonyms when in, ter- in terms of basketball players. I think that's yeah, fair. Yeah, I think that is fair. And um, I mean, good. We'll use this as a transition. One of my other winners of these NBA playoffs was Paul George. I mean, he had some big yeah. playoff fuck ups in the past, and this doesn't necessarily excuse all of them. They're still there. Oh, but Kawhi not. goes down, and Paul George. I think he really showed something in these playoffs in his uh, the way he was playing, his confidence, and also his playmaking. I just think he took it to another level in these playoffs. Josh, as a Clippers fan, were you surprised by this, or was it like a no. fine moment? No, it was. I mean, this is the thing: is Paul George is maybe one of the most. I talk a lot about like least favorite Clippers, favorite Clippers. Paul George is probably the most frustrating Clipper I think I've had on like any team besides maybe like Chris Paul injuries or Blake Griffin injuries, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But like Paul George just consistently is this fucking guy and he just never fucking shows off ever. Like, and it's just like, I don't know why he never, I mean, it's, it's mental, it's emotional, it's et cetera, et cetera. All any reason you want to give inconsistencies for, but I, yeah, I mean, it's in a way it was like finally this is the guy. I'm just glad he got other people off his back with this performance more so because I think it was it got a little flagrant and a little a little too mm-hmm. personal. A lot of the the uh, uh, which may or may not have been f- completely fair, I guess, but the yeah. criticisms reached ridiculously high, ridiculous highs, and mm-hmm. yeah, Paul George, Paul George is still my guy. I like him, but it, it, he's he's frustrating. He's so frustrating, man. Josh, I'm with you on Paul George. I he's still frustrating, but I do think if you're a Clippers fan and you're preparing for the future, what he showed you is potentially good. Or you could look at it from this way: is it potentially him increasing his trade value so you can get off of him and maybe <laughs> rebuild? <laughs> Um, you know, it's, this is one of the weirdest fucking moments for, for this Clippers franchise. I mean, we've, we've been through a lot of them, but like this team is complete, going to be completely blown up depending on what Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. decides to do. Yeah. Reports and we'll get to that with the losers. So yeah, <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. one more winner I want to talk about on the Clippers would be Reggie Jackson. What a playoffs for Reggie Jackson. Um, how, how overpaid is he going to get this year? Like $15 million more than he should? Timothy Mozgov contract for for 64. What team do you think is going to do it, Dom? Uh, The Knicks. They have cap space. Yeah, If the Knicks strike out, never count them out. Chris Paul, the the great, the next great point card is probably Reggie Jackson. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm still optimistic he stays, I think, because I think he owes, he feels like he owes a lot to the organization. He was about to retire before they picked him up last year, and he's just really made his a career resurgence. Obviously, you'd have to take a major discount, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I want him to get paid. I, I think he deserves it for how good he was in this play. I think he's perfect, though, in the role he should play as that kind exactly. of like underdog underplayed. You don't want to have too much like faith in him yeah. depending on him too much. Let me hit you guys with another winner here. Um, small market teams. I mean, we talked about this with Milwaukee, but um, I mean, I would say Phoenix is not a small city, but in terms of how the NBA it's viewed, I'd say that also kind of works there. So I think that's big. And then uh, another guy I wanted to mention who personally for me was the biggest like winner of the playoffs, not bigger than Giannis, but changed my perspective, made me realize I'm an idiot. It's Trey Young. Yeah. He was unbelievable. Dom, I'll start with you, and then we'll go to Josh. Did were you a Trey Young believer before this, or did this shock you as much as it did me? Because I know it shocked Josh a bit. Uh, yeah, I was not a Trey Young believer. Um, I just thought his antics and the way the way he played would not really translate. And to be honest, I don't really understand how it it does. Um, but <laughs> it's a and he's just a hooper. 
um, yeah. with like how what he can do with like being so small. I mean, he's just so he just has a really high basketball IQ, and he can like see passes before anyone else on the court can. And the way he has really honed it on that floater, I feel like that floater is really it's, really it's good. Ridiculous. The way he can draw contact, I don't know how like the new NBA rules will change. How him and like Good James point. Harden and Dame Lillard, how they get foul calls and how that like disrupts the flow of the game. But I think for these playoffs, he played really well. I just think um, another winner, obviously, because he got the interim tag off, is Nate McMillan. Um, yeah, I think people want to come up this past year for him. People were pretty surprised when he was fired by the Pacers, and then he joined the Hawks coaching staff, and then he. You know, had the interim tag after people were surprised that Lord Pierce was fired. Then he just completely changed that team around. I think they went from like the nine seed to the yeah, massive, uh, massive uh, turnaround. So I think he's also a big winner as he gets yeah. got his contract. That's a good point. Now, Josh, when we're talking about how Trey Young surprised us in these playoffs, I mean, what? We see a freaking Eastern Conference finals. But, but do you expect this to keep going? Do you expect, like, next year the Hawks to be an Eastern Conference Finals? Like, oh, they're one of the teams. Or was this kind of a little flash in the pan, maybe? Kind of like what we saw with the Celtics a couple years ago with the weird playoffs. Is that what you're more leaning towards, even with the respect he's gained? Yeah, un- unfortunately, I think I am. And it's, like, a shame because I do think Trey Young should be in this kind of, maybe, I don't know, like, top 15 guy kind of consideration for sure at this point. And I think he's phenomenal. But I think I there's also— I, I can't do it. I know. I, I get why he should be. I just can't do it. There's a chance, like, he, this was, they played the Knicks, who may not have been nearly as good as we thought yes. or anything as their record indicated. Julius Randle was uh, abysmal, unfortunately. They leaned on 30, what is he, 33 year old Derrick Rose to even put up any fight. Mm, he was and then a game the game changer for them <laughs> when he got traded there. He was. No, and he was he their was. best player in the playoffs, which is phenomenal. Uh, and then the Sixers team, I think it's just really broken and really flawed. I, yeah, I, I, no, we'll that, get to them, brother. Trust me. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> no, no, exactly. And I'm just worried that if they did run into, you know, one of the Nets or Milwaukee earlier, let's say, if they just get fucking ran through potentially. Because I think the the Giannis injury affected the this, the Bucks-Hawk series. And also, I just think that the Bucks are just weirdly broken sometimes randomly as well. Yeah. And it's just mm-hmm. it's just really fluky and weird. But that's the thing that worries me is going forward, if you see this as a young team, if you want to sign and lock down all these guys, this might be your ceiling. And that worries me a little bit. But You're I banking think on they, Reddish and Hunter. Well, they were talking about trading, trading them. Yeah, Reddish is already on the trade market because they might want to reset his contract. And I think he's coming after like an all-time high because he looked fantastic. In yeah, the, in the I like, I like Hunter, I Collins, and Trey Young. Because they were about to get rid of Collins uh, also yeah. at the deadline. They he were probably, they were, I mean, he's a big winner, to too. He's a big and they have, he's great. They have no Kong. Making 18 million a year, too, on top of that. So, so that it's just a little trade. One of the one of those three guys. Their team just gets a little weird, and it might stagnate a little bit with the roster. And they just can't really accept the fact that this is like, all right, well, now we're the Warriors of the East, finally. And and I think like we, we got to be... They need one other guy, I think, that's like on a Clay Thompson level because I still don't trust Herder. I do kind of trust Bogdanovich, though. I Bogdanovich. Yeah, actually, that's a big rumor. What do you guys think of that? I think you'd love it in Atlanta, too. I would definitely do it. Sell at an all time high partner, Trey Young, with Bradley Beal. Yeah, well, you move a package consisting of Reddish, maybe John Collins, Reddish, Herder, Reddish, Herder, and uh, like all, all your picks. Yeah, I think that's that has to be the package. Then you try to keep your wings and Okongwu. Capella was also pretty big. Oh, they probably to trade on Onyeka too. They probably want that. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And you know what? That's also I think like a sneaky winner just to throw in this one is Okongwu. I thought was fantastic in the playoffs. Who got like yeah. really solid minutes for for a rookie big, and he was he was really good. I mean, it's just. The big position is just so ridiculous because I don't know what the fuck to make heads or tails of because now DeAndre Aiden is somehow like a top five guy now, which is just blows my mind. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, let's talk. I'm going to run through a couple more winners with you guys pretty quickly before we go to the losers. Um, obviously, I haven't mentioned this, but Devin Booker is a huge winner of these playoffs in the way that he's kind of gotten rid of the narrative of good stats, bad team guy. 
and the defense he showed, the tenacity. The, um, and so I will wait to mention other things about the Suns because I, I, that's in between. I have some, some winners, losers questions to ask you guys. But three random guys I want to throw at you before we go to losers. And I want you guys can just tell me I'm an idiot or agree. I have these three as winners. I have Blake Griffin, Bobby Portis, and Seth Curry. Because I think Blake Griffin showed that he's still alive. I mean, kind of sus how he looked in Detroit, but hey, he's alive. He still looks good. Bobby Portis, obviously, huge energy minutes for the Bucks in the finals. If you would have told us that 12 months ago, I think we'd all be like, what the fuck? Bobby Portis being big in the finals? You're kidding me. Um, and then Seth Curry, I think, besides like Embiid in like the first three quarters of games, he looked like the only thing that worked in Philadelphia. Yeah. You want to go first, Dom? Uh, yeah, man, I really have, uh, like, I think Bobby Portis. So it's agreement. It's agreement. Bobby there Portis we go. is probably the bigger winner of the mm-hmm. three, just because he was hooping. Um, Seth Curry, yeah, I, I don't know. He had, like, that one big quarter. Uh, but I think he played a lot better than people thought, especially just people always looking at him as Steph's little brother. Um, he's a hooper. And who's other, Blake Griffin? Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird. I wonder what he, he's a free agent, right? Do you think he just goes back to Brooklyn? Yeah, I've heard that he wants to do that. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he will. It takes like a two-year, $10 million deal or something like that. Maybe I, I mean, mid- going level forward, up. the Nets are still like the best, I think the best bet to win, you know, the next three titles still. So as long as those three guys are together, as far as I'm I mean, we'll it's just, just a so, fairest value. Unless there's some crazy trade, they get uh, in, you know. They, they can't stay healthy. Or, or they get injured. You're right. I mean, yeah. you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, let's I go. Those, Let's go losers now. Um, and before I this is I haven't officially declared this person a loser because it's gonna seem like rude, but Chris Paul, his great playoff run. I'm not trying to take anything away from those first three rounds. And the way he kind of choked it in the finals, and then when you look back at those first three rounds, I'm gonna kind of poke at it now because he played no Kawhi, no Jamal Murray. And Anthony Davis got hurt, or they would have lost to the Lakers. And he kind of choked in the big Chris Paul way on the biggest stage. And so all the playoffs was just like a let's suck Chris Paul's dick fest. Kind of a loser on looking back at it. Am I wrong? Dom and then or we'll go Josh and Dom because we did that last time. I think you're I think you're wrong. I mean, Chris Paul still would we have him? I think he's still the God, I keep doing the the, the list. I'm sorry, but did, I still did think he or did he not choke? I don't think he choked. Game. I I don't think he choked. I think they. Game. It was finally like Chris game. Paul's been abusing right. the switches all all playoffs, and finally there was a big that they switched on to him that can fucking defend him, and that was Giannis. I mean, that's the thing is they he just never ran into a guy like Giannis, and he never got really a chance to figure it out because Anthony Plus, Davis got hurt and Kawhi got hurt. Is that why he never ran into someone like them? Plus, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> like Zubats was unplayable with with him out there. Like he he but, abused that man. But I, I he Zubac, abused Zubox. I understand, I understand I mean, like, but I'm just saying like these are the guys that like he's comfortable doing that too. And finally, like it's just like this is what was working every fucking night. Finally, he can't do it. But I honestly think he was hurt. I think he was way more hurt than even we think he was. And I think his hand was fucked up. He couldn't he couldn't dribble a fucking basketball. I don't think that's mental. Like he's you you're telling me like 36-year-old Chris Paul just can't dribble a basketball anymore. Like he I've seen him of, as a Clippers felt, fan, you know he can do drastic things down the end of a stretch to lose games. I'm just saying he I I'm I didn't he's not a giant loser. I'm just saying he choked in the finals in my opinion in my opinion. You guys disagree. Dom, finish it off. I don't know. He, I mean, the what, like games three and four was pretty terrible. So I don't think those are excusable. But yeah, I mean, he just, I don't think it was a good matchup for him. You know, he's a small guy. There was finally a guard that would kind of get physical with him. And he's 36 mm-hmm. years old. He probably got tired as fuck. I yep. don't know if there's much more to it, honestly. All right. Yeah. Plus uh, I, COVID too. I don't know. I I have no idea what happened to him. I don't know. He got COVID, and then he he went for like yeah, forty. Against I know. Team. It's it's a yeah, weird it's... weird fucking thing. I have no yeah. fucking yeah. Whatever. Okay. Let's yeah, go to this next guy, who I think is the biggest loser of the playoffs. It's Ben Simmons, right? I don't even need to explain why. Ben Simmons is the biggest loser of the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I was gonna say that. So. Like he, uh, yeah. 
I still feel bad for him, but like I, I agree. I don't like, feel yeah, bad I mean, for that guy. Yeah, I don't feel for that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. How to I fucking just, shoot. Jesus. Yeah. The free throws um, I don't feel yeah. bad at all, dude. You have the world handed to you. I also think Doc Rivers is a loser. I don't think he handled coaching the way he did lineups in the playoffs. I know you can say Ben Simmons played like shit, but I think Doc Rivers did a classic Doc Rivers job. Yeah. I just think you got you got to get Ben Simmons some like second unit time and try to get him to sauce people up and try to do something and get some confidence back in him and and Doc Rivers was almost just as bad as the fans. That I don't were, think we're gonna see that. Know. I think he's getting traded. Oh, I I agree. I think with all this. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think the way people like are talking now in the playoffs. Yeah, I think Doc Rivers is a bad coach. I would not. I do want too. Him. I would not want him. Paul George and now Ben Simmons that have fucking collapses. I mean, yeah. I, He's a common dominator. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, big loser of these playoffs yeah. because he denied Oof. four years, $84 million or something, right, in the year, and then just absolutely disappeared. Uh, maybe his, like, how good he used to be just went to Reggie Jackson for these playoffs. I'm not really sure what happened. But Dennis Schroeder, I think, I mean, I think the Lakers kind of financially have to try to keep him and maybe a sign-and-trade. Yeah. Because well, of cap space. Be like, they're going to use that for that Russell Westbrook trade, I guess. That'll be fascinating, Russ, if that happens. We'll definitely yeah. do a pod about that. Um, another team that I think kind of has slid under the radar as of late as a big loser in these playoffs was the Jazz, guys. They collapsed. Yeah. They Mitchell were the number one seed. Were injured, though. They were injured, though. I think they'll be fine. Uh, I mean, if Mike Conley leaves, then they're kind of screwed, but... I... The Gobert thing is still is a problem though. Like they still, this is like the third yeah. playoff series that I've seen Gobert just get basically played off the quarter, if not should have been. And and I think that this is an older roster. You got Joe Ingles, who's Joe Ingles, Bogdanovich, and uh, and Conley are both on you know thirty years old and plus. Gobert's I think twenty seven, twenty eight. I'm a little worried just going forward if this is like the absolute ceiling of this team. I mean they have they got bad luck. I, I think too with these with these matchups, and obviously the Donovan Mitchell injury is fucking tragic. It's terrible. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think like this is. I'm worried because I don't see them getting much better, you know, on paper than this roster. And maybe with a healthy season, no COVID restrictions, maybe we'll see. But I I have big concerns about Rudy Gobert going small. Can work on three times now. I think it's been so. Yeah. Um, I'll jump in with another loser for you guys to talk about. And this isn't like this person's not a loser, at least in this case. I think they're a loser, but I'm not blaming them for this. This was a great year for LeBron to get another ring in that Jordan chase with all the injuries that happened in these playoffs. And it it wasn't LeBron's fault. Anthony Davis got hurt. But this well, I mean sometimes. Um twenty eleven. JJ Perea walks in. Uh, I do think that this was a in that chase for six because he's got four. This was a year ripe for LeBron's taking that Lakers team if they could have stayed healthy. I think would have gotten it. Yeah, I completely agree. As a LeBron fan, um, once AD went down, I was like, "Well, that's it." So yeah, I think yeah he's a loser in the sense of this whatever uh, segment. But yeah, I mean. It's a lost year. Yeah, no, I, I, it's an asterisk year. I just love that B Rob had to include one way to fuck over LeBron and some. I'm some just capacity. saying, just no, saying. That was just hilarious. Saying. It's really good. It's really good. Um, he has Space I'll, Jam, B Rob. He has yeah. Space Jam at least. He won the biggest game of the summer, so I'll just yeah, leave. yeah. Um, I'll give another one here, and this is because I have they're a loser because I just personally have decided. I kind of think you're an asshole, and I'm over it. Kawhi. (laughs) Kawhi, like, I get you got hurt. I'm not saying you should have played through being hurt. At a certain point, though, bro, can you tell your team you got fucking hurt? Can you tell your teammates? I I know you're quiet, and you don't like, but just, like, that doesn't mean you can just be an asshole. And he's gotten away with this for a while to where it's like, Kawhi? Kind of an asshole, and so that's I think he's a loser for that because it's kind of it's, is. yeah he's a big asshole and it's exposed and that's why I think he's a loser. Yeah, he kind of I, I would not want him on my I mean I, I would want suck. him for like the on court stuff, but it's just like ugh. like dude, fucking you're not a mute, bro. 
you can speak. Yeah, and especially you're getting paid that amount of money to play basketball. Fucking tell us if you're hurt. It's just a weirdo. Josh, do you agree with all this? Didn't it piss you off? I mean, it didn't piss me off because, like, this is kind of par for the course, I still feel like, at the end of the day, for for Kawhi Leonard. You you just kind of, you take the baggage with it. It's kind of like you get the, the, the weird thing, right, is like Durant, for instance, just to throw him in there, he's he's kind of a weird guy on social media and off, you know, whatever. He's he's a little sensitive. I he's going that. at people. I, I like Twitter it too. Account. I like it too, but he doesn't okay. put any of it on the court, you know, is the thing, right? He's still he's playing for Team USA for fuck's sake. Like that's yeah. incredible. Like Durant should not be out there at Team USA and he's still fucking doing it. And that's yeah. that's big credit to him. Credit um, to him. But, but like so but so that's my point is like I wish Kawhi was like more maybe like yeah, I'm still going to do my job and, you know, get this shit done like Durant is, even if he's kind of a weirdo and in, in the opposite end of the spectrum as like mm-hmm. Kawhi is. But uh, yeah, it's frustrating. Again, this whole fucking situation is frustrating for a Cl- as a Clippers fan. Um, I don't know what happens for the year. Yeah, yeah he's he's, year. it's he's not like coming a, back. A you think Kawhi is going to risk come back? No. You think they make the playoffs? No. I don't know. They need another guy, I no think. Way. But they, they could compete for a playing tournament seed, I think. There, there's a good chance. Paul George is good enough. I Sorry. think they could they could be a low seed. Let's I mean, talk. Yeah, the West is stacked, though. Let's talk. I have one last loser for time's sake, and then we'll get into some draft stuff. And this is a weird one because this team wasn't in the playoffs. When we... The Steph big Curry. thing of these playoffs... No, I mean, that sucked. But I don't think... I think it's the Pelicans are a big loser because you saw all these young stars in the NBA showing out in these young playoffs or in these playoffs. Zion, we didn't get to see. And just New Orleans is just sucks. They have gotten the two best number one picks probably of the last 15 years since Braun. Right? Anthony Bennett. Yeah, probably <laughs> Anthony Bennett. You're right. Um, and they've be better. They've, they sucked. And I think Zion is an elite talent, and it's just it's just to the point where they're just wasting away, and they're going to go through the same shit again with what they did with Anthony Davis. So that was my um, last. Uh, Kristaps, too. Oh, Kristaps, good one. I was I was also going to throw in the Blazers because they, they're, I, they have a ton of free agents, too, on top of that. And if Dame does finally ask out, which doesn't look like it's going to happen yet, they're – completely fucked and then just the whole chauncey billups situation was just mishandled and just the blazers in general i think are one of the yeah it's it's one of the worst stories i think of this offseason as well so that's also why would you guys do jamal murray in a first for dame if you're the nuggets oh absolutely i'm i'm not a jamal murray guy if you're the blazers um no no, Jamal Murray is the best player that I think has been named in a Damian Lillard trade. If we're naming him for the sake of that argument, then yeah, I, I like that a lot more. No loss. Jamal stuff. Murray first. I'm just, yeah, I mean, I would go. I think Jamal Murray can get you buckets. I mean, him and gonna, McCollum on the same team. Also, maybe trade that, but it would I, never I, happen because they're in the same division. But I think that's a yeah. Thing. That'd be I, I kind of like Simmons more than more than Murray, even though no, I know Murray's. I know, I know, but I still think Ben Simmons on his own team. I want to see what that looks like before I'm ready to get. What I've seen from Simmons is I feel like he's more of a. I don't want to say complete player because he's not a complete player at all. No, but not. I've seen like, I've no. seen flash. I just think he needs to be in a low pressure rebuilding scenario, and I think he could, you know, rebuild his whole cred and talent from there and just be a, a really good guy. And I think his ceiling is still probably higher than Murray, even though Murray's been better. That's that's okay. where I'll leave it at. Okay. Interesting. Um, gentlemen, I want to run through some NBA draft, pros- draft prospects with you before we talk a little sleepers. I just want to go over the top four. I want to talk about Cade Cunningham. I want to talk about Evan Mobley, Jalen Green, Jalen Suggs. Two guys named Jalen in the top four. Interesting. Um, my first question to you. Are those going to be the top four picks? Yes or no? Yes. No. Whoa. No. Why? Scotty Barnes is going for. Scotty Barnes for. I've heard Kaminga. Like, everyone hates on Kaminga, but people think maybe the the Raptors are throwing up a smoke screen there at number four, and they like him because of his potential. You like Scotty Barnes from Florida State at four. Yeah. I like him. 
You can't shoot. You can't shoot. You can't shoot. I just think that if they're getting rid of Lowry, I think Suggs makes the most sense there, though. Yeah, I really, really go, like sucks. You go like Fred Van, or you go like Malachi Flynn, Fred, or I mean, just have Scotty Barnes play point. Scotty, yeah, he could, Bunkley, he could do that. OG, Pascal and whatever. Um, do I don't you, hate it. I just I don't like sucks. Do either of you better. have concerns about Cade Cunningham? Because I don't. I'm pretty confident that this dude's going to be legit. Yeah. And he shot a lot better in college than he did at Montver- Montverde. I don't know if he's a shooter. He might okay. be like, a, I mean, he might be like just a little bit better Ben Simmons, honestly. Don's got um, a point, though. I, I've like a lot of people talk up his form and his shooting, and I don't see not the shot shooter. as much. He like shot really well. Like I've watched like, a good amount of, uh, well, I I watched like a couple Montverde games his senior year because there's a kid that's now a freshman at Creighton that was on the team, Ryan Nemhard, Andrew Nemhard's uh, little brother who was on Gonzaga this year, um, and yeah, he like. Didn't really shoot uh, really well. Like, obviously, he's just physically gifted, and, like, he has a really high basketball IQ. But it wouldn't surprise me if in, like, five years we're having the same conversation about um, Cade Cunningham than we are about Ben Simmons. Like, obviously, he's better offensively, but he's just not a good shooter. Interesting, and that's going to be important for a guy his size. For this next thing, I want to ask you guys, out of these four prospects, the Cunningham, Mobley, Green, Suggs, who do you like the most? Mobley. Same. Cunningham. I, I still like Cunningham. I, I, I like I've been way most. I've been really impressed with just any Cunningham game I watched at OSU this year. And he he just takes over the game despite the fact that they were not that great as a team. And uh I I'm really, really impressed with how he was able to just lead this team. I think he's a good two way talent, and I think like a guard, a ball dominant guard is a little more important to your team than Mobley. Well, I love Mobley though. Mobley, Mobley's a, a really, but uh, close number two. That's the word I was okay. thinking of. How do you guys feel about this statement? If I had to bet my life on each of these players being good in the NBA, good to great, we'll say good. What do you mean? I would good? bet it on like good. Like I mean, you could be all star, a starter on a championship team. Oh shit! <laughs> Not Pat Connaughton though. I think Jalen Suggs is pretty guaranteed to be great. I love him. That's that's kind of what I was saying at four. Why I would still would take him there is because I just think I feel confident that whatever he does, he's going to be effective at the very so, least. Because Tom, just, you got him dropping. Good, yeah, kid. I, I agree with that, Josh. And I mean, damn, he had a big shot that cost me a lot of money in the fucking tournament. But insane. Um, Dom, so you had him dropping out of the top four? or Yeah, I uh, think he goes to uh, the Magic. Dude, if he drops out of the top four, the Warriors should trade up and get him. Jalen Suggs could help pretty quickly, I think. I mean, yeah, I, I don't disagree. Uh, but, yeah, I, like I said, I, Scotty Barnes played a ton of point at Florida State, so I don't really think it's that big of a drop-off. Plus, he's, like, a bigger guy. I think him and Jalen Suggs are, like, on pars passing. It's just Jalen Suggs is a much better shooter, but you can't teach size. And, like, Scotty Barnes is just so physically gifted. That mm-hmm. I, and, um, like, the Raptors kind of like those kind of players, too, like longer athletic guys, like the Jeff Pascal late, OG, and, like, Scotty Barnes kind of the same mm-hmm. same size. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I'll go to the Magic. I just wonder how, like, I don't know if he's going to take more shots than Markel because Markel is the star there, but. I got to Sorry, uh, I gotta say I'd be terrified if I'm the Magic and I have to take Scotty Barnes at five and get like another like one of those guys, like basically just another John Isaac slash. Yeah, just getting Mark all the Florida Hull State. Forwards. Yeah, just every <laughs> fucking do it. That's gonna be so like I don't know if I would want to take him if I'm. I, even though I love Scotty Barnes, I'm with you, Dom. For the record, like I think he's. I think it's it's a lot closer that, to the, these like usual suspects at top four with Scotty Barnes there than I think people okay. are talking about. But I do I, – I would be terrified if I'm the Magic and Scotty Barnes is the best guy available just because I, I might want to trade down because I don't want to yeah. take him or Kaminga if I'm the Magic. <laughs> if you took out um, basically any knowledge you had of any of these players and what they do and you just watched them play, 
Is Jalen Green maybe the the guy you take number one? What do you guys think about him? He's, I mean, athletically he is a like pretty freaking lethal. Um, are you guys down on Jalen Green? Because we haven't mentioned him much so far, and the Rockets seem locked in on him at number two. Uh, first? Yeah, I mean, I think he's good. I, I didn't watch too much of the overtime league, but like the overtime coach Brian Shaw raves about him. Um, so I mean, kind of take that for what it's worth. He might just be trying to pump his draft stock. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think he's kind of like a tweener. He's like a, he's like what six four. He's not not really a point guard. Mm-hmm. Not really. I mean, I guess he's a shooting guard, but he's undersized. He's kind of he could be like a CJ McCollum, but more athletic and not as smooth. Uh, I'm trying to think of like six four guys that are. I mean, like he's a Levine. Six, six. He's a little shorter than Levine. Oh, he's six, six, six? six. He's six six. Yeah, that's yeah. Ooh. He's oh, he's okay. he's more of like a two, a, a two one, kind of like a Shea Gilgis. I, I think is six four. Ooh. He could like be that. body type at least. He could be kind of like Tracy McGrady, with just like how, yeah. or, or like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, his cousin Vince Carter. Yeah, like, I, I like that. He is. He's a good shooter. He's just a really good athlete. Um, so. As he needs to put on some weight, but yeah, I'm I'm the most concerned about Jalen Green though. I think in these top guys because I, I just feel too. like he he's he has the Super most bust, bust potential. Biggest. Yeah, that's that's the thing is he looks fantastic when he's great, but it, it concerns me that one of the strengths for him is that he plays against like NBA level talent. Is like that's like I don't know like that's supposed to be a, a strength for any kind of misgivings that you do see during his game. There's like oh well he's going against pros and whatnot. And that just that just kind of doesn't feel great. I And I think Mobley's much better, and it concerns me also that Jalen Green is going in front of him in all these mocks and probably go one. I feel pretty pretty confident in Mobley at one. I yeah, think he's... Pistons, though. Yeah, I mean, and then if you're the Pistons, I mean, they seem pretty they locked on Cade Cunningham, though. So. If they got Cade, they could have Cade. Killian, Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant, Sekou, that's like a pretty solid starting five. That could like make the playoffs in the East. Yeah, it could. Um, let's go uh, to some draft trades because we'll obviously talk about a lot of these prospects once they are drafted and how we think they'll fit in once we have a better, clear, clear picture of that because the draft happens tomorrow. Um, let's talk about some trades. Right now, the big rumor or at least in my world, is the Golden State Warriors using 7-14 Wiggins and maybe Wiseman. I think you have to do Wiseman to go get Bradley Beal. The reason I think that Bradley Beal should get traded in the next couple of days, or at least this summer, the longer the Wizards wait, guys, he's a free agent in 12 months. He's not re-signing there. Who? Bradley Beal. Beal. You're losing all... All your trade value, if you don't move him now, I, I kind of think, I think maybe it's a little biased. I think he's going to the Warriors. The Hawks and 76ers, I think, are the other two teams I'd consider. I guess you can never count the Heat out. Celtics. I, I don't yeah. think they're going to keep up Jalen Brown, though. I don't think that's, they're going to if up. If they include Jalen Brown, that's automatically the topper for any deal, in you my think opinion. Better think. Than Lillard? What was that? You think that's better than a Lillard trade? Well, for that, oh, for Jalen Brown? Well, I'm maybe saying, that's what they're waiting on. I'm saying, I'm saying for Brown. Lillard and Beal aren't going to get traded. It'll just be like a, a Spider-Man meme. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen I'm either. I, hypothetically. hypothetically, Lillard is probably the best player on the market other than Beal. Um, yeah, I, I think the Hawks have the most to offer personally. I never thought I would say that about a, a trade star player, but... I guess a lot of what the Warriors package, it depends on what you think of Wiseman. And then if you're confident in that mid-tier of the lottery that you could maybe get two guys. If you like Moses Moody a lot, if you like Book Knight, you can maybe take him at seven, stuff like that. Um, So that's going to be something I'm going to be heavily monitoring um, because I do think there is a chance Beal gets moved tomorrow. I, I would be stunned if the Celtics move Brown. I'm not saying they shouldn't. I think the Celtics, if I would, I would probably trade Jalen Brown. But I, would, I I think they, I don't know if they will. 
No, he's too good of a guy. And I think he's not for the city of Boston. It seems like the city really likes him. Might be some bad pushback there as Brad Stevens' first move as GM. Um, Guys, let's talk about Ben Simmons. He he traded Kemba, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, true. Oh, he can move too, honestly. Ben Simmons, Josh. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, as far as where I think he's going to go or what? Yeah. Do you think the... it, it seems like it's pretty confirmed it's going to happen this summer. My first question to you is, do you think there's a good chance it happens tomorrow? And if you had to bet, where do you think Ben Simmons is headed? And I will, after you answer that, let's go to Dom with that same question. I don't think it happens tomorrow. I it's It's been weirdly calm, though. So that's the one thing that might be uh, going against that. But... I I think um I think it's going to be like a free agency thing because I think sign and trades are probably going to be involved in some capacity is my guess. Um, okay. Because also I don't think the Sixers are going to want draft picks even though that's what a lot of these packages no, include. They're not because they're still they they have a good enough roster if they get enough talent back for Simmons. I don't think it's going to happen um, over the next few years. It's got to happen tomorrow, like you know, literally next season for them. Um, if I were to guess where he goes, the Timberwolves are weirdly interested in him. And I think that's the worst case scenario, probably, for for both teams, uh, Timberwolves and for Simmons, honestly. Um, but, like, if I had to pick again, it would be something along the lines of, like, an Orlando or a, a, a Portland if they decide to go full rebuild. Because, honestly, I think Simmons for Lillard, if Sim- or Lillard wants to get, get out etc cetera, etc cetera. i think that one probably makes the most sensible sides even if you're losing a ton of value for portland drajic hero precious achuya and a pick no way why would you i don't love it yeah that was just the big rumor that came out with the heat yeah today, so you don't yeah, think they, they have the trade power dom well did you see the uh, what maury said to the spurs it was like four first round picks three pick swaps and like Keldon johnson and some of this more at that. I mean, maybe he is, and I'll eat shit. But Dom, right now, putting you on the spot, you're guessing. Does he get traded maybe tomorrow, or are you thinking uh, no? I don't. I think he gets traded in the sign and trade. Um, okay. Okay. But where uh, though? Where's if you had to guess right now? All right. My biased opinion says the Kings. My real opinion says the Atlanta Hawks. Okay. Although, I, I don't know, trading him to the East is tough because you might have to see him. Yeah, especially the – yeah. Yeah, so I take that back. You know Simmons would love, though, to go to Philly and shit on the fans if he could with Atlanta yeah, the way he was traded. Um, last question in terms of draft trades. We saw the Eric Bledsoe, Steven Adams for Valanchunas, and the, the Grizzlies get to move up to number 10. The the Grizzlies got to have maybe another plan here to move up. You got to think because Valanciunas is a hundred times better than Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, but Stephen Stephen Adams I think contracts up at the end of this year, and then Eric Bledsoe Sham said he's going to get moved. So I think it just creates like, some like cap space for them to so you, re-sign Jaron Jackson Jr. Okay, so you look at it more of, as that than moving up in the draft. I think they're going to move up in the draft, but I think that's why they're going to try to get off of Bledsoe because they want like a younger guy that's on a better contract so they can re-sign Jaron and Dylan Brooks. Interesting. Interesting. Josh? Um, yeah, Adams has another year because he signed a two-year extension also. So I th- I think so. He's up at 23, 2023. Oh, okay. so. I think it's easy yeah. time to get rid of, though. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. You're you're right. It's it's about eighteen million. I think a lot of teams. He's a good still, locker room guy too. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a good dude, and like a rim protector is pretty yeah. good, even if he doesn't do much for you offensively. Um, yeah. The the Bledsoe shit is. I I have no fucking idea because I don't know who wants Bledsoe. Like that's no just got to be for them. The <laughs> no one in the world wants Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, I think you you're right. I think he might be the worst player in the league as far as like a guy that's playing like you know 30 minutes a night and a potential starter for you i think he might be like the worst guy i certainly hate him the most yeah i unfortunately he just does a lot of bad for your team i think in general i don't like they're not even going to give him a jersey i don't think either i if you know they have to keep him in siberia like they did iguodala maybe that's the case but yeah i mean i would imagine Mm -hmm. maybe it's for the money to work they trade up with i don't know orlando 
at Golden State maybe too as well if they want to swap two picks or something like that. Or I, I'm not entirely sure. And, okay. uh, oh, and Cleveland as well potentially I think is also rumored. They would have to give up like a King's Ransom for yeah. to get three, obviously. Um, okay, let's now, guys, go into uh... – because we'll talk a little more draft after the draft, obviously, when we get this all sorted out. I want to. I'm gonna go BS or there's a chance. So I'm gonna tell you something. You guys can tell me if it's bullshit or it's possibility. Kyle Lowry and Demar Derozan teaming up on the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't know how it works. Like uh, the money so is alone. It bullshit. Just... Like the money alone makes me want to say bullshit. I agree, unless they're willing to take like. 15 million a year type thing like half the money they would get anywhere else basically like Ooh. that's the only way i don't know how serious they are about it is is the problem i guess so i think it's bullshit it would be <laughs> funny if they teamed up and then played with lebron after lebron like kicked their ass for like every year <laughs> uh yeah i mean i could see more well you have to do the schroeder sign and trade and then you probably have to include like kuzma or something or like Tatum Horton Tucker. I think I could see more DeRozan taking the hometown discount because he's from Compton. I see more as Lillard going to Philly, though. Yeah, Lowry, you mean? Yeah, yeah, Lowry. Yeah. I could see Lowry, Philly, or Miami. Those two both make sense to me. You know what's weird, though, is Lowry never, like, wanted to go to Philly, which is really weird because I feel like that made always made the most sense considering he's, like, from Philly, and mm-hmm. obviously they need a point guard, went to university around there. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Maybe he just doesn't like Ben Simmons. <laughs> potentially literally I, I i honestly don't know but it, it was just weird that they were never in like the top teams that lowry wanted to go to it was always miami the lakers and yeah. uh, some yeah. other fucking team i think it so can happen. i agree i i think it can happen but i just i don't think i think there's gonna have to be some serious serious concessions okay which... next question for you guys trying to wrap up in the next five minutes or so um lonzo ball are you high on him going into the future? He's going to get paid. That is not a take. That is going to happen. Do you guys agree with paying Lonzo if you're a team that has a younger team that has cap space? You guys disagree. So here's what we'll do. Josh, in a succinct way, tell me why you believe in Lonzo. And then Dom, in a succinct way, tell me why you don't. All right, I think he's a really good ball handler, really good passer. We've already seen the importance of what a point guard, a legitimate point guard can do for your roster, for Philly, for the Clippers, even with Rondo for a little bit, and Paul George kind of overtook that anyways. Uh, I just think that he's a playmaker, and he's getting so much better as a shooter, and I can see him being, I I don't know about all-star level good, but I think he's going to be a really, really solid point guard starter for for whatever team you are. He's only 23 or 4, whatever it is. Inconsistent shooter, inconsistent in like his effort. I don't know if he like really wants to be a winner, and I just wouldn't pay like someone that's like that, uh, like seventeen million dollars a year. I'd I'm somewhere in I'm somewhere in the thing. middle of what you guys are saying. I see Lonzo's value, but I also do worry about his motor at times to be putting all that money in. But yes, Josh, the idea of a point guard, like I mean, this isn't logical. But, I mean, imagine if in the playoffs the Bucks could fuck around with, like, a Lonzo Ball on that team helping out. I think that could have been interesting. Or, I Absolutely. mean, other teams that need a point guard, like the Philadelphia 76ers, if they had something <laughs> like that. But Lonzo's a little close to Simmons in his lack. And he shoots more. But, yeah. Um, oh, he's a way better shooter than Simmons. Yeah. I think, he, I think that's but, unfair. Yeah. My bad. But, okay, let's finish with this, guys. USA basketball. Bad loss to France. Then we beat the shit out of Iran. On the basketball court. Um, Finally. <laughs> got him. I have one thing to say about this. I mean, Luca. meanwhile, is going off for Slovenia. I still think we probably will win gold and we'll pull it out of our ass. Greg Popovich sucks as an Olympic coach. It's a joke. Dude, we don't need to run your Spurs offense. Calm the fuck down. You have Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard on the same team. I think that dude has the biggest inflated head of all time because he got to coach Tim Duncan. It's just like, fuck off, Greg Popovich. You're sabotaging the USA at this point. That's how I feel about his coaching. That is my USA basketball take. Yeah, they should have Coach Bud coach. At least it'd be fun. He doesn't even make adjustments anyways. Like, he'd be the perfect Olympic coach. Yeah, just let him go. He wants him to land the Spurs offense. It's like, bruh, 
Like it's not it's not that we serious. don't need to run a like a Harvard Princeton motion offense. Just run a pick and roll with to like, be Evan Fournier and then kick it out <laughs> to Booker in the corner for three. There you go. So, the most talent overall. Uh, talent not overall. even close. And then when he goes to the fucking press conferences after and says like you know Evan Fournier he, he he's getting us like he's a great player. Same Bro, it's Evan Fournier. You have Kevin Durant. <laughs> you like you have Zach Levine, you got Dame Lillard, you got Bam Adebayo, you got Jason Bam, Tatum. Still Ginger Holiday, yeah. I mean, hey, it's a joke. I think um, if the USA doesn't win gold, which is a possibility. They can stay in Japan. Well, Popovich can. He should be done from the USA basketball program. Because it's yeah. not like this team isn't talented. And I've seen a lot of that. Well, it's not our best guys. Like, yeah, LeBron and Curry and AD aren't there. This team is so much better than everyone else still. Like, it's not even fucking close. So I think it's – I just think it's annoying, and I'm embarrassed to have my country's basketball team be coached by such a fucking loser like Greg Popovich. Josh, any any comments there on Greg here in the the Olympics? I'm not there yet. But I understand your frustration Dude, with Popovich, I mean, though. But I, he hadn't lost I, a I, game in 17 years. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's lost like cute. four. He's, he's getting too cute. I agree. Just run he's some like pick 10, and roll. He's like 10 and six. Yeah. Ten no, I agree. Six. Give the ball to Durant. Just yeah, get the fuck out of the way. I, I agree. Get the fuck out of the way, Greg Popovich. I know. But the roster, the roster configuration this year is fucking weird too. That's another topic. Yeah, too. but Jesus I know we don't want to get it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving an excuse. I'm just saying the it's Clippers could have won the the, the, the freaking like Olympics. God With damn it. Kawhi, ACL yeah. repaired. Well, no, repairing. Yeah, if you had a healthy Kawhi, I would bet on the Clippers to beat the other teams. I mean, I don't. I haven't got really, a better coach, Ty Lue, but, baby. I mean, yeah, it's fucking Greg Popovich. Jesus. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining. I know it was a little quicker episode, but we'll be back. We're going to be talking a little NBA later this week, early next week, to react to what happens in the draft. And, of course, any trades happen. Uh, episode 111, Tom Sestito, Josh Bilker. A pleasure, my friends. Sir. God bless.